You're on SENZ. It is extra time and not too far away from the Black Caps taking on India in the final ODI of the series. And joining us as part of the comms team over there is the hairy jab himself, uh, Grant Elliott. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm all good, guys. I'm all good. Last one day, it's uh, been a tough slog for me as a Kiwi commentator and for the team. So it's quite a interesting game because whoever wins this goes to number one in the ODI rankings. Well, I mean, for that to happen, our top five need to stand up, don't they? I was having a look, and I think over the two innings, uh, the top five have totaled in 10 digs 112 runs. I mean, we need better than that. Yeah, the uh, the second game looked like a postal code. Um, you know, the, the first game, obviously, Finn Allen got a couple, got in, got out, Tom Latham as well. But outside of that, you know, the highest score of the top five is, is 40. Um, I feel like they've bowled really well, India. Like, they have bowled well, and they've had a little bit of assistance. They bowled straighter. They bowled, you know, probably a little bit shorter as well. But I don't think that we've been very proactive. I think the, the worrying thing for me is, is that out of all of those those players, Finn Allen's the only one who's not a test player. Um, and you would think that test players would be able to cope with any conditions. So we're actually best placed or better placed than a lot of teams in that we've got our, our test lineup: Conway, Nichols, Mitchell, Latham. We're only missing Kane, really. Um, so, yeah, it, it hasn't been a polished performance, you could say, with uh, the New Zealand team. Um, they're going to have to do a lot better with the ball, but also a lot better with the bat. So I think we've been beaten pretty convincingly in the last two games. Yeah, we have. Uh, and the Indians are looking good ahead of the ODI World Cup later in the year, of course, uh, on home territory as well, mate. Uh, a few question marks. One of those has got to be around Henry Nichols. Uh, I don't think I was I had a look. Pretty sure over this entire tour of Pakistan and India, he hasn't once scored better than his average. Yeah, well, he hasn't played one-day cricket since 2020 against Ireland. So I don't know if you remember, but they pushed him out and they, they opened with him. And um, he was opening in the World Cup 2019, got a bloody good 50. And then, um, yeah, he just kind of like fell out of play. I think he got injured and kind of they went down a different road, um, obviously looking a little bit more aggressively with someone like Finn Allen. But I'd say that Henry Nichols, like, he is pretty much a fill-in for Kane. So he'd be one of those replacement players that could play anyway. I think he'll make the squad, the Cricket World Cup, but you slot Kane in there at three um, in place of Henry. But it's good to see him back and good to see him playing. So obviously he might feel a little bit of pressure playing at the moment and trying to get a score um, against what's been a, a, a very like polished Indian bowling attack. They haven't given anything away. So um, the, the positives for me, though, with this New Zealand team is just the balance of our team. Um, one concern, it's um, Satmer and Bracewell, they'll play. But what we normally have is we have an all-rounder that bowls seam. Now, that means that we can't make space for Sodi because you need your three seamers. So it's an interesting one, uh, how we balance that and whether Sodi will play in the T20s. But I'd love to see East Sodi in that team, but we just... We just haven't been able to squeeze him in. Shouldn't Daryl Mitchell be that uh, third seamer? He's an, he's an all-rounder. He's, I mean, he's bowled at test level. Yeah, he could be. Um, I don't think Daryl's got a lot of experience with that role. And, I mean, he did a great job the other day. Um, I think he got two wickets and bowled, you know, straight lines, keep her up. 
So he could be that person that uh, provides it. But, you know, when you've got that, that third seamer, you do need, I guess, a little bit more pace. and There's a chance they might come on in the in the power play. So we do have Miss Satna. So Satna could provide that role. So we're in good space that we've got two spinners through the middle, which is great. We've never had that. You know, left arm also an off spinner in baseball and Satna. Um, but just that balance of the team, whether we think that Sodi's going to be the one um, or whether we just got to get our, our steamers right and get the combination there, um, you know, uh, I guess in partnership. So it's all about looking at partnerships and which partnership works the best. And it's only really the question mark of the steamers. Otherwise, um, and maybe for Allen at the top, um, whether he'll, you know, keep going leading up to the World Cup, and I'd say he will be. Well, it's interesting you mentioned Phil Allen, uh, Finn Allen because a lot of the talk before the series was the dropping of Martin Guptill. Um, I would still, I would say, what the jury's still out on whether this has been successful or not. Yeah, I mean, you've got to give someone um, a good run, and that's what New Zealand has done well uh, recently. And you know, well, I say in the last sort of five years, is that when you're in, you don't feel like every innings is going to be your last. You get an extended run. So, you know, do we, we stick with Finn Allen? I think we do. Um, you could you could mix it up a bit. I guess that's what Henry Nichols does. He gives you a bit of cover at the top. But I, I quite like the aggression that Finn Allen uses. And this will be this will be a big uh, big innings for him in the context of his tour and his career. He's done very well at T20 cricket. But can he actually nail the role in one day cricket? What about Glenn Phillips? Is there a role for him higher up? I mean, at field, I mean, he's a guy that's open for Auckland. Um, he's he's done all sorts of, he's, he's batted, I think, every position from one to about seven. Um, because I look at it and I think Daryl Mitchell at four feels a bit too high. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that's a good position for Daryl Mitchell. I mean, he's been the one player in this New Zealand team that has, you know, been amazing in all three formats. Uh, you think back to um, the last World Cup T20 he opened <laughs> and he had some match-winning performances. So, you know, he's been thrown around the order. Glenn Phillips has been thrown around the order. Henry Nichols has, Tom Latham. Uh, everyone's pretty much been thrown around that sort of top five. So um, I, I think that Glenn Phillips, he's going to settle into the finishing role. I think that you need someone who's a proficient finisher and... Yeah, unfortunately for him, because he can never score real big runs when you're batting there. But you need someone who can come in and just actually dominate from ball one and uh, get the momentum or swing the momentum back in your favour um, if, if, the, if the momentum's in the favour of the, the opposition. Looking at the age profile of our team, uh, I think there's only Henry Shipley's the only player in it who's under 30. Um, at the moment, um, I mean, was this an opportunity to play, to give a couple of people an, an opportunity? I mean, I look back here, and I know he's just turned 30, but someone like Will Young is absolutely scoring runs for fun over here. Um, what do you think? I mean, is this the best team available? Well, there's been an A-side tour in India, so those guys have had opportunity, and Mark Chapman's here at the moment, so he's your cover um, for all those players. But, no, I think, I think that, you know, 30 is the, uh, the old 20. I mean, guys go on. Look at James Anderson. You know, he's still going. And um, the guys are fit and healthy and they don't abuse their bodies as much as, I guess, we did it back in the day. So they're, they're, a lot of them will go until they're, they're 40 years old. Um, and they're in great nick. So um, I, I'm a big fan of experience. I like playing 
um, older players because I think that they've got battle scars. And I think battle scars actually count when, you, um, when you're in a tough situation. You've got experience to draw on and you've got the ability to get out of a sticky situation. So I'm a, I'm a massive fan of experience and, and age when it comes to especially World Cup um, tournaments. Yeah, all right. Uh, well, I did mention Henry Shipley. He has had a, a bit of a baptism of fire, mate. What have, what have you made of him? And do you think he's got what it takes at this level? It's, I mean, you know, you, you can never discount how far players can go. I remember looking at Carl Jameson when I played against him and going, oh, yeah, he's big, but he's quite slow. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that was proven wrong. I mean, you know, he's had an amazing career. So players can develop. Um, I think Henry Shipley's got the goods. Um, he just needs time in the middle at international uh, cricket. And one of the things you don't want is people learning their game at international cricket. So if it's a little bit early for him, I don't know. I'm not sure if they'll play him again today. It'll be very interesting to see if they do. They've got Duffy and Bracewell waiting in the wings. Um, but, you know, this is a tough Indian team. And when you come to India, you come to Australia, you're up against it. So the more experience we give players who are talented, like Henry Shipley, um, a go, the better place we're going to be in is New Zealand cricket. And it's great to see the A tours here. And, you know, they're just pushing players um, to these tours for different conditions. It's only going to be better for um, New Zealand cricket. Now, the last time there was an ODI at Indoor, uh, the Aussies scored 293. The top three scored 229. And Aaron Finch got a century. Um, if Aaron Finch can score a century here, anyone can, surely, given the form he, he's currently in. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, I spoke to Danny Morrison this morning, well, DK, and he said that this ground's really small. Um, it's a tiny ground. So I'm looking forward to seeing how big it is. Uh, 290 um, is not an excessive score. Um, but the biggest thing here is whether it's going to take turn. And in the last game, it wasn't the spinners that got us. It was probably more the seamers. Mm. You know, Mohamed Shami and Siraj up front and Sadio Chaka. Um, you know, they've they, uh, they been amazingly, like just a lot better line and length um, in their conditions. And we've never won a series in, in India. So, you know, you come here, it's like when opposition comes to New Zealand, they know they're going to be up against it because they're going to face conditions that they're not used to. And that's the beauty of cricket being played around the world. Those players that can adapt and, you know, play under the different conditions. And you know, I remember back to my, my career, I didn't spend a lot of time in India. I wish I had. But, you know, you, you get over here and suddenly you have to face spin and you have to be bloody good at facing spin. Otherwise, you know, back in the day, you probably lost your place because you got back home and they're like, oh, he can't play spin. So, um, yeah, we'll drop him. Um, but it's pretty harsh conditions here, um, and you have to learn quickly. But we've got the sort of players, Henry Nichols plays spin well, Devin Conway plays spin well, Kane plays spin well, and Tommy Latham plays spin well. So normally we didn't have that many players that could actually be like really proficient against spin, um, and that's going to be something that you know will really count in the Cricket World Cup coming up in, in India. Do you think there's an argument to open an ODIs with Tom Latham and, and maybe bat Conway at four? Uh, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I think I think Conway's our man. I think he stays where he is. He's done well and yeah, um I think they're very similar players. So Conway's obviously finds himself at the at the top of the order. 
But, you know, Tom's done really well in the middle order. His numbers are exceptional. So I think we just keep him there. I think when a player is doing well in a position, you can't be hoodwinked into going, oh, well, we'll push him up the order. Um, so I think I think once a player, and that's why Henry Nichols was always a surprising one for me. He was doing well at five, and they pushed him up to open. And that's such a difficult skill to do. And, you know, he was happy to do it. I was chatting to him about it the other day. But different skills, new ball, power play. Um, you know, you come in in the middle, you come in in the middle order, you're pushing the ball around for ones and twos, hitting the odd boundary, running quickly, good energy. It's such a different stage of the game. So I think that we've sort of settled into our, our top order. So you go Finn Allen, Devin Conway, Kane Williamson, Daryl Mitchell, Tom Latham, and then you've got probably Phillips sat in a bracewell. Um, that, that's what it looks like to me. Mm. All right, mate. Uh, now, how long are you there for? Because we've got a, a T20 series after this, and then the IPL's not too long after that. Are you, are you just staying all the way through? No, 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 no. I, um, I hop on a plane tomorrow after the game, and I'll be back in uh, the beautiful New Zealand. Uh, um, so it, it took me 40 hours door to door to get you um, uh, on my way here. So hopefully it's not too long. Yeah, fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed. All right, we'll go well. Have a great call tonight, mate. Look forward to hearing it. And uh, we'll catch up with you when you're back, eh? Thanks, Ricardo. Thanks a lot, mate. Have a good show.